like it is extremely gratifying. It yeah. can be scary, but you know that you're doing what you want to do. Totally. And even if you fail, it's, it's okay because you know you tried. That's Runner and founder of Territory Run Company, Brett Farrell. And this is the Wilder Mind Podcast. My mind grows wilder When I stoke that fire inside Hear the call in the distance It's a long road worth your while Hey, hi, hello, everyone, and welcome to season two of the Wilder Mind podcast. I am your host, Cody Camerlin, and I am so thrilled that you are here with the pod. And I suppose it's fitting to start season two now, considering that it's been a bit, and that just a year ago, I was in Yosemite, fumbling with recording equipment, launching into this project, entirely unsure of what the hell I was doing, of what this could be, but very certain what I wanted it to be. And here we are. I have been so stoked to hear from so many of you wondering where the podcast has been. I had to take a bit of a break to figure on some life things so that I could shift my focus to the podcast and some other ways in which we can all share some amazing stories. That said, these narrations are coming to you from my new home base of Salt Lake City. Yes, this Oregon-raised boy had his fun in sunny SoCal, but the call of the mountains will always draw me in. And boy, is it great to be here, in the mountains, just as autumn is setting in. Speaking of autumn and seasons, I talk quite a bit about the seasons of life, answering the calls as they arise and living as unscripted as you can and are comfortable with. After all, friends, family, we are here. We are alive, and we are given this great gift of humanity, these bodies, minds, and senses to experience the world and one another. That means we must rage, we must riot, and we must remind ourselves every day that one day we will not be here. So do not waste your time wondering what if. Just do. Just be. Take a chance, not just on something, but on yourself. After all, we're only passing through. Today, we'll hear from Brett Farrell, the founder of Territory Run Company out of Portland, Oregon. Allow me, if you will, to set the stage for the conversation. Picture this. Two dudes sitting in a warehouse in Portland, Oregon, drinking Fram beers after having gone on a trail run in the Columbia River Gorge. Now, if you're a runner, you probably have a sense of what you think the conversation turned into. FKTs, fastest known times, longest runs, most grueling experiences, goals, etc., etc. But our conversation is quite the opposite. Something I've always respected about Territory Run Company is something that I've been chasing for quite some time now as an adult which is forgetting all those aforementioned things and just getting out in nature and enjoying an activity you love with the people you get to share it with. I will always love pushing my physical limits, especially in running, and I always welcome a bump, bruise, cut, gash, or worse. But that's just me. I always have. However, that doesn't mean that I don't also love just romping around the trails, not pushing it all that hard, and enjoying the freedom of movement the ability to move in nature. And that's something I really liked about hanging with Brett, about the conversation and our day in the gorge. Now, in no way do I mean to simplify him as a human, but I have to say, he is such an incredibly kind and welcoming person. His goal with territory is to create a community around nature of like-minded folks doing what they love because they love it. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's an inclusive thing. And damn it, we really need more of that. So please, no matter what your craft, forget the goal from time to time and just get out there 
and have fun and include anybody else that wants to get after it. If it's a run, leave the Garmin at home, invite all of your friends, and enjoy a beer after, and just live in the moment. And entertain my rambling just a bit more, if you will. Hey, it's been a while. I have a few things to say. (laughs) Moments. That's all life really is, right? A collection of moments. Take, for example, this podcast episode with Brett. All these moments involved, the flight to Portland, sleeping on couches, running trails in the gorge, spotting locations, enjoying beers, recording the podcast, and chatting about life, and all these different things throughout. There were a ton of moments involved in this recording that I certainly do not want to forget. The kind of moments that I keep chasing more and more of. When I recently took a measure of my life, I realized there were things I wanted to change. Shifts that needed to be made in order to chase my wildest self. The one that ticks. The one that drives me to push further and deeper within myself to show up and be the best version of me that I can be. I know I've said this before, but it's worth repeating. That's what I'm hoping upon all hope that these stories of amazing humans doing amazing things can help us all find. That strength and that courage to say expectations and consequences be damned, I choose happiness. Plain and simple, I choose happiness. Maybe that comes with discomfort. Maybe that comes with pain. And maybe that comes with saying some no's and some goodbyes that are hard to say. But if it leads to something beautiful, something wild, and something true, then we just have to do it. We owe it to ourselves and the communities we love and that love us back to do it. So with that, here we go. Season two of the Wilder Mind podcast begins now. Well, a few months back now. (laughs) Soaking up the last days of summer. So take a seat, crack a beer with us, and let the worries of the world drift away. If just for a little bit. Now, let's do the damn thing. That's never all good, happened. Man, all good. I've, I've done shit like that. <laughs> cheers, cheers again. Cheers, dude. And I'll come clean. We just got done talking for like five minutes and I didn't hit record. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> but, Brett, thank you for the run out at Coyote Wall today. Yep. <laughs> it feels almost like disingenuous until like, I go back through like what we just talked about now. Maybe maybe we'll uh, we'll come back to it. We'll start somewhere different. <laughs> so so we're in the territory run company warehouse, your headquarters. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for letting us use this. This is awesome. Of course. And uh, dude, it's like this is perfect. Five years from when you started it, and you have did did you start it here or was this like a uh, back room? As in Portland? Yeah. 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 So I was I've been in Portland for ten years, and I started. Uh, territory five years ago um yeah and at the time i was i just had quit my job found a new place to live and went on a road trip for three months just did a cross-country road trip went from here to new york and and back um did a big loop and that, that whole time during that road trip i was like oh man what am i doing when i get back like i quit my job like i know i want to start a business and i had a couple ideas but th- this idea for a trail running brand was was at the top of my my list and i got back day one i was like just hit it it's like all right i gotta gotta do something so i went for it dude that's awesome yeah and and beyond a brand this community that you wanted to create all these other ideas in your head during this road trip were they about the trail running community or was this the one that just felt the most in tune to who you are yeah i think i mean I, i wanted to create a a place for people to to feel like they they have a spot they have a, they belong yeah within a community um because yeah there there's there wasn't one trail running brand before before i started you know there was um so many outdoor companies or running companies that offered a trail running line so i really wanted to create something that was like for all these people who were, who were doing this sport um to really identify with and and feel empowered uh for what they're doing and i I really like that because, and as we talked about on the phone call before we, you know, did this and then on our run today, um, it's like a community for anyone who wants to go out and run on a trail. Mm-hmm. Not like those who are like, I'm going to go out there and suffer and, and be number one. It's like, this is for everyone who 
just wants to get out there and be in nature with their friends. Yeah, I think that's our, our number one kind of philosophy is, is nature. I mean, it's nature and running. I think, I think those are two, two big focuses. Uh, it's not because it's not about speed. It's not about distance. Um, if you run on trails and you feel uh, that that special a special outdoor feeling, uh, oh, yeah. like which we you know we talk about in our messaging a lot is like I think that's how we're supposed to feel. We're not supposed to be in cities with with uh, you know just tons of noise and cars and and distractions we're supposed to be in nature and when we go there we feel this special feeling yeah. and what is that maybe that's that's like that feeling that we've been missing through throughout our lives and whenever we go back um it feels harmonious yeah and i you know and it's interesting because we as outdoors people who are out there a lot we still talk about going back when and, you know, we, we chatted about this on the run. Like, our goal is to be there. Like, that's where our existence is. And that's what it should be. Like, that's right. what we're meant to be. And driving out through the gorge, like, how different you feel the second you get out of the city. Yeah, instantly. It just releases. Yep. Yeah. And so has this always been, when you, uh, you grew up in upstate New York, right? Yeah. Were you outdoors family? Were you a runner then? Was this your Not, not at all. Yeah, I, I didn't have... Um, an outdoorsy family or upbringing. Like we went camping a couple times, you know, at like you know the typical campgrounds with like arcades. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a, a, an in-ground pool somewhere. Wow. Um, so th- yeah, those those are the kind of camping experiences I had. But yeah, I loved, I loved that nonetheless. And but, but yeah, looking back at my childhood, I remember specific things that give me like a uh, a hint to to what i would become later um so we 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 grew up in a um a rural sort of area so our house was kind of in the woods um and we had a a decent sized backyard and i remember going out there and at night and looking up at the stars and feeling this like oh i don't want to go inside um but that never translated into like oh i want to be an outdoorsy person until i was probably 23 and got exposed to to hiking and backpacking in uh, New Zealand, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That was your year of, like, global, like, international travel, right? right? yeah. Damn. Yeah, so that that was... Yeah, the outdoor th- interest, yeah, came after traveling. It was like, oh, yeah, I want to go travel. And then got to New Zealand, like, the best place in the world to be outside. Oh, yeah. And then everything kind of came together. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then so, and where it blends with the running, you ran... Did you run? You ran high school and collegiate, or just high no, school? Just high school. Yeah. yeah. Now, I remember on our first call, I wrote a note. I I thought this was great. You described yourself as really not that great of a runner. Yeah. But, but something about it still spoke to you, right? Right. Yeah. And, I mean, looking back at like how I ran in high school now, I'm like, oh man, like that's fast. <laughs> but at the time, like especially with the the kids I went to school with, like I was not, I was not up there in uh, the the leading the pack at all um definitely more of like uh, an average kind of runner in high school um but yeah i instantly felt this like oh yeah this is where i'm supposed to be kind of feeling yeah um, right when i when i started and it was like a little bit of a love of hate thing because yeah i'd I'd run a race and would wouldn't do well in comparison to other people um so you walk away with a little bit of a, a sour feeling um but when it got when i stepped away from the competition side of it it was just out there running that's where i felt something special i was like oh, yeah this is this is for me and yeah I, I i think i may have told you yeah i felt this this feeling of oh i love this i love this more than anybody else they, they might be faster than me but i think i love it more than them dude <laughs> yes that's awesome and that's i've i've really recently found that side of running um because and we talked about this today on the trail um until very recently running for me was like something i did to be great to be perfect right to find yeah. that and it was never fun i really mm-hmm. didn't look forward to it and you asked if i'd you know what trail races i'd done none because i wanted to train to win them and right. it was only recently with some friends that i realized this is enjoyable this it can be enjoyable yeah. so today i was having a blast i felt nice. like a kid out there man just like running down like rocky trails and uh that's what really drew me to territory 
you know, I, I remember watching the, uh, the wild Wednesday videos. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, that's, that's perfect. That's what we should be doing. Right. So what was the inspiration behind that? Was that something that you had been doing with friends as it is, or just a way to get people outdoors more often? Back in July of 2016, I stumbled upon the Wild Wednesday video and contest by Territory. Link to the video is up in the show notes. Well, it's a thing of the past, the contest that is. The concept is simple, and I implore everyone to give it a shot. Take a weeknight and plug it with the same adventures that you would a weekend evening. Leave the office, hit the trails, sleep under the stars, and head back to work the next day. Those of you who know me know that this definitely grabbed my attention. And yeah, I absolutely did this. When the weather is warm, just hike out with some snacks, friends, and a blanket. Lay under the night sky and surprise yourself with how easily the worldly stresses melt away as you hunt for constellations and shooting stars. Drift to sleep and wake with the world as the sun rises. Even the following workday feels a little bit easier to stomach. While the temperatures have certainly dropped, I hope it doesn't deter you from grabbing your warmest layers, braving the cold, and feeling a little more connected with your wild self, if just for a night. After all, what's the hurt in seeing where the night goes? Let's see where the night takes us. Let's see where the night goes. I I think it was my own personal struggle uh, with this idea of, okay, I, I love being outside. I love going camping. And why is it so hard for me to like get in the car and go and break out of my, my nine to five work week kind of life and go do that during the week? Um, and I would just ask myself, why, why is it so challenging to do it? So I wasn't doing that uh, a ton leading up to it. It was more of like, I need to do this more for myself. And I want, I think it'd be rad if other people did it too. So let's like, yeah. let's make a video about it. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Because and yeah, there's, there's that like, and this came, came to play in a lot of our other videos. Like there's this resistance that, that we face. I mean, some, some more than others uh, where it's, it's hard to get out sometimes. Like we're like, we get stuck in this routine that we, that we create for ourselves or that society creates for ourselves. Um, and it's, it, we got to push ourselves a little bit to get out. Absolutely. And, and some people maybe don't have as much of a problem with that, but um, yeah, it's, it's something that I've always had to push, push a little bit for. I think it's hard for some people to really attach themselves to that because once you're out there, like even if you go to Forest Park, it's, you can get lost. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you're out there in the middle of nowhere. Right. In a way. Um, and that's intimidating for people. Uh, for sure. But if you go out there with the community and you're, you're pushing yourself with friends, it, I don't want to say it becomes safer, um, but it becomes more attainable, I think. Yeah. To make these things happen. Yeah, it's more comfortable and it's, yeah, probably more enjoyable too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you got your buddies out there. Oh, hell yeah. With you. Yeah. As you've seen that community grow, how does that feel like internally? That has to feel pretty, pretty great. Yeah, I mean, we're we're always trying to improve what we do for community through territory. You know, I think in Portland it's been been more so than anywhere else where we really have um, formed a community around around the brand. Um, but yeah, I think I think what's important to me is that we're putting out messages uh, to the trail running world of of um, yeah, wh- how we should run, what we should, th- what we should be uh, striving for. And we're not going to be pushing messages of, um, you know, striving to win races um, or, you know, run the, the longest possible uh, distances. And our messages are going to be more of, like, find what you love to do with this, with this uh, running thing. And, yeah. And make it make it your own style like do it do what makes you happy yeah and like today i mean i recently watched a video where they talked about surfing and like not just like going to like a, an easily accessible beach but finding these untouched waves right yeah it was the experience it's like finding the wave and setting up camp and catching a fish out there and cooking that yeah. and it was like to me that's that felt so much like trail running like you have to work with your friends to figure out the trail and you know you drive out there and you're 
getting coffee and getting food and you do the run and you're eating like mid trail and you come back and you camp right. and you're making food in the wild. It's, it's just part of this big, huge adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then today, you know, finding a new restaurant on the Columbia river gorge. Yeah, there, exactly. Enjoying some beers. Like you're yeah. hanging out with friends. Yep. As the, the journey along the way and on the yeah, way back. You know? Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's funny. Like when you blend that with being a business owner, like there you've combined your passions. Like, yeah. That's pretty legit, man. Yeah. Like, when you look at your like life goals. Um, so when you were young, like little Brett, like running around uh, upstate New York, was that something you envisioned? No. Yeah. I, w- I was never thinking entrepreneur. Um, that was not something that came up until I think after I, w- I traveled internationally for a year. Um, yeah, because I came from a very conventional kind of upbringing. Like, um, my best uh, thought for like career, like when I was a kid, was like a fireman. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I was, you know, standard standard kid totally. uh, kind of ideas. Um, like, yeah, I didn't come from a, a family of entre- entrepreneurs at all, and my family was more of like stay the the course, stay the path. Um, you know, do the do the college, do the masters get a job wow um so and I, yeah and i think what really broke me off of that path was was traveling um abroad and seeing all these different types of people while i was traveling that that got on a different path um and my my world kind of opened up to what what was possible in a life and um when i got back i was like I don't want a job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't want to work for anybody. You know, and you can be like real meta about like the travel, right? Like it was something universal or like within you pushing you to get out there to expand your mind. And was it like that or was there just, you were just like, I just want to see the world. Like you didn't have like any other concept of what that would do for you. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea if I was even going to like traveling because <laughs> before I, before I bought a, t- a one way ticket to New Zealand, um, I had never traveled oh, outside of, uh, I mean, New York. I went to Canada once, like when I was 19, to go drink there, <laughs> yeah. you know, and nice. uh, <laughs> that's it. That's really it. Um, so I got to New Zealand not not knowing what was going to happen. Um, if I was going to, like, a few weeks were going to go by, I'm like, oh, man, this isn't, this isn't fun at all. I need to go home. So it was, like, it was all just a big risk uh, of... Um, yeah, I remember thinking or being afraid that like, I was going to fail at traveling because I, I wasn't going to enjoy it. I was going to have to go home. Um, but it was the complete opposite right from the get-go. And, uh, yeah, a year went by like like that, just just being free traveling um, and exploring cultures and um, countries and people and the outdoors. Yeah, and that's like such a great thing to be able to say a year went by like that traveling as opposed to a year went by wishing you know like staring out the office window right yeah wishing you could travel like that just sounds wretched man. right <laughs> yeah. yeah i was speaking with my my girlfriend recently about how time how time passes um and like I, I was always in school growing up always wishing away time yeah you know looking at the clock and thinking oh man like i can't wait until it's two o'clock where i get to leave this place <laughs> and uh and then i remember the job i got out just after college i was a caseworker uh for kids in foster care oh wow and a lot of the job was was in an office yeah and i had to be in that office until five o'clock so it was the same thing where it's like man i'm just wishing away time <laughs> and i remember writing writing an email to my mom when i was in new zealand and i and i was saying like like time just goes goes by like and to the point where i don't want it to go by like i'm like and and at that point i realized like i'd never want a job where i'm um sitting somewhere wishing away time yeah um yeah it's it's cool when you get to that place like because with this even if i'm at home editing late night i don't want it to end yeah like i really i want time to slow down i really enjoy it right and like days like today and you know just any adventure out with friends or or new friends that's when i'm like okay like breaks let's just slow the clock down but like you said even still today if i'm at work i'm i'm just like 
you know, at the clock, like trying to move the hour hand with my right. finger, like just like yeah. get it going along. Um, it's fascinating because asking you about like your, your background and chatting about that and knowing that, um, you had built out your van and lived mm-hmm. in that for some time. And now you have, um, a house that you're remodeling and you have a company that you've created, like you are a creator, but it, it sounds like that was not the goal you set out to achieve, like to, to create all these things. Um, but, but like, again, going back to like, you know, young Brett, were you like always like, you know, working with your hands and making things or is this again, after the travel, something that kind of came up? The, um, desire to like work on projects and houses actually started when I was, uh, that year that I was a caseworker. Um, so I, I was living in my parents' house that year. Um, this is my hometown and, um, just was was kind of bored a lot of my friends uh from my hometown were weren't living in that town anymore and um so i was just working coming home and be like all right like i was reading books about travel i was just get, kind of getting myself like uh amped up for what was to come in the future and um since i had this free time and my, my parents needed um some projects done in the house i started taking it uh taking it on to re remodel their start in their laundry room, then move to their bathroom <laughs> and their, then their kitchen. And just, what? yeah. So they got, they got a uh, free, free labor out of it, but I got, I got free, uh, room and board. Holy crap. House. Yeah. So it all worked out. Yeah. Cause you showing us like the, the before and afters of your house, uh, showing Peter and I, um, at the restaurant there, I don't know what either of us were expecting to see in the afters, <laughs> but we were uh, clearly both blown away. Yeah, <laughs> like, thank you. You know, because there's that moment where you're like, oh, okay, do I have to be like, whoa, that's great. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was impressive. Yeah, and that, that means a lot to hear because like so much sweat and tears have gotten into that project. <laughs> so it, it's really nice to hear when someone thinks it looks good. Yeah, so, thank <laughs> yeah you. of course. Yeah. And that, that, so sweat and tears. How, how much has gone into... And I mean, it feels almost like a loaded question, but it's not like into territory and like, what, what does that feel like all those moments where you just question it and think, mm. holy crap, like how do I, I've hit this level, right? How do I maintain and, and go further and create a bigger community? I think one, I guess, trait that has worked for me is I get really fixated on projects. Um, and yeah, I don't know if this is something that I, that I, uh, found before territory, but as soon as I started trying to work on what was to become territory, I was just fixated on it, and I, I couldn't pry myself away from the work. And yeah, I was just spending all all of my time, uh, whether it was running, meeting people in the running community. Um, I remember, yeah, writing pages and pages of like what our brand identity and story was oh, uh, before we even had a name. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I mean, those, those doubts then creep in from, uh, time to time of like, all right, well, what's going to become of this? Is this going to actually work? Are you actually going to make money from this? Um, you know, like, yeah, talking about, you know, my, my parents not being entrepreneurs and coming from that kind of a, uh, a mindset. So there's, there's that, the, the parents in the back of your head, like saying, Hey, well, what are you going to do? Like, if yeah. this doesn't work out, you know, <laughs> yeah. you got, you got to make money. You got to think about your retirement. You got to think of all these things. Oh yeah. Um, and they, those, those doubts would only like come and go. And like my fixation kind of, kind of won. <laughs> it would, would win that, that battle of what was going on in my mind. And I just kept, kept working at it. Um, and that's pretty much how it's been for the last five years. Cause those doubts still come in. Oh, you know, sure, like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you, what's going to become of this, uh, in the next five years. Uh, but I just keep, keep pushing. Key motor and all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting cause I'm, I'm getting in a little taste of that. Like when you're in an office all day, every day, it's all you think about mm-hmm. like, okay, when do I level up? When do I seek a promotion or maybe a, a different job? And how's my 401k doing? And am I saving enough money and all these things? And you, at least for me, I was constantly stressing about that. And now that I've started this and I'm kind of like pushing more towards that, I mean, I, I don't make any money on this and I don't never think about that. I'm just like happy cause I'm focused on this yeah. and it's satisfying and, um, everything else is kind of secondary, which right. is weird to me. Like, but I guess when you're chasing 
what you're supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that's exactly it. Like when you are going after whatever you want to call it, like your gut, your um, following your heart, whatever, yeah. whatever it is you, you, you think that that feeling is when you go after it, like it is extremely gratifying. It can yeah. be scary, but you know that you're doing what you want to do. Totally. And even if you fail, it's, it's okay because you know, you tried. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, you didn't even fail to start and just have an idea that you let go to the wayside. Right. Like, I guess I'll try that in my next life. Yeah. You just do it. Yeah. I think that's what I've maybe, yeah. When I, when I started traveling, that's where it started, where it's like having an idea and then actually going after it. Like once, once you get, start getting in the habit of doing that, it yeah. becomes a lot easier. Oh, totally. You know? you know, a lot of people who are listening that are trying to figure out how to like chase their passion and like plan everything out. I think the, the first one is it's as simple as the adage is just taking that first step. Absolutely. Just trying. Yeah. And, and you get addicted. You want more and more and yeah. more. Yep. Um, so I don't know if you, if you can or if you want to talk about the, the next phase of, I, I guess it's not even territory, but it's kind of your, your community like reach mm-hmm. or is it too early to talk about that? No, I mean, um, I have really been, yeah, trying to do a better job at like planning the next, you know, five years. Um, like where I, when I first started the company, I remember hearing like, you need a five-year plan. If you don't have a five-year plan, you're going to fail. And I didn't have a five-year plan. (laughs) We're still going. And it's five years later. Yeah, exactly. Take that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Screw you business school. That's right. Um, no, but I I totally believe it. It's a good idea to have a plan. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and my plan is to, to stay small and to stay nimble. Yeah. Um, because I, I like in the beginning, I was like, all right, like, what's going to become of this? Like, should I like sh- really shoot big and like like get some some big loans and and go all in on this? Um, and over the the course of a few years, like I just realized like I, that's not interesting to me. Like once once you do that, once you have more debt there's the the debt kind of owns you mm-hmm. um so i've been i've been doing a lot of this off of credit card uh using credit cards and it's wow um it's been working so um yeah trying to to stay small doing small batch limited edition gear i think that's our that's our bread and butter um our bread yeah. and butter thing and then yeah moving more into content um and and that's where like this really this awesome community aspect comes in because we just a few months ago reached out asking for content contributors who become our our content ambassadors. Um, so these people are have a big range of expertise. Some, some of them are physical therapists, nutritionists, um, uh, coaches, trainers, and then other people are just writers um who want to write cool stories <laughs> about their experiences or or do profiles on other other runners doing amazing things and we just got a huge response um right from the get-go and it's been a big project like putting it all together now and getting getting all these people on board and um yeah but it's it's going to be start dropping in the next few weeks um okay. where we got we'll have like a lot of video content coming from these uh content ambassadors um, as well as written and photography. So it's, it's pretty amazing. And, and it's something that I had an idea for when I first started territory of like, Oh, you know, maybe I can just reach out to people and, and get people to, to contribute and, and write that way. Um, and I think we were a little too, too young at that point. Um, and then I just kind of forgot about that idea and I went after it and it, it seems like it's, it's going to work. Um, yes. And as a, as a small company, as like, I mean, I'm the only full-time worker for Territory right now. Um, we just have three other part-time employees. So it's, it's a huge, um, huge help from our community that they're willing to, to help us out and, oh, yeah. and contribute for us. But it, it's, all, it's like so cool because it becomes, Territory becomes a community hub. It's like the old school cafe. Like, you know, you go meet your friends and stuff and wax poetic about life. Like, that's where this is happening right now. Right. For like so many of us who are, you know, we're spread all over the place, but we can come to this central spot, you know, like the, the website and the, the social media content and 
I mean, that was one of the things I remember watching the video with Ian Ramsey. And I mean, you, it's like, I know this guy like that. There's so much of me and my friends and my community in, in that story. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And that's just like, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause I've always loved the concept of a run club, but life is really busy. Like we've talked about right. so many times today. It's, it's hard to say I'm going to fit in, you know, honestly, a couple hours this, you know, these many days a week to a run club, which you want to do, but it, it's a big ask sometimes, especially yeah. when you live in a big city. Um, and this is that. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, um, I myself don't get out to, to run groups enough. Like it's, I've always kind of been, um, yeah, even before I started territory, like more of a, a solar solo trail runner or, I'd, you know, run with one other person. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like I, I think there's so much good in, in going out and, and finding a, a run group and something that I have to push myself to go do. Yes. Yeah, um, but yeah, I was talking about this with one of our, our content ambassadors actually, like there's like, like a few like keys to, to living, um, a really good life. And, um, you know, one of those things is getting out and being in nature Mm -hmm. Uh, and how we were talking earlier about how that's like a proven thing, how nature is like, uh, an amazing thing for our, our minds and our bodies. Um, and then, uh, community. Um, and I think like an online community only comes second to like this, the real thing you know you need to be around uh other people in in your city or in your town um because that's that's what's going to lead to more more happiness and as the african proverb goes if you want to go quickly go alone if you want to go far go together in every aspect of our lives we need our community to help guide us, help elevate us, help us grow, learn, and heal. We need to unplug, look up, and see one another with our own eyes, not through a screen. We need to get out together with our communities and remind ourselves of what it feels like to just exist in the moments that matter with the people that matter. Because, spoiler alert, we all matter. And we need to reconnect with ourselves, each other, and this immense world around us. And that's something I've had to learn in my own endeavors. Slow down a bit. Take a trail run with some friends. Shed the layers of our daily stresses and feel the sense of enjoyment and purpose that a community provides. And that's what Brett is doing. And that's what all who join the mission of Territory Run Company are doing. And that's what I hope we can all find the time in our lives to do more of build ourselves and build our communities you know in some ways okay yeah it's like anything right we go running today we run we didn't change the world but i we are taking that happiness and that satisfaction that we feel from a day like this and spreading that out into our community and into the world and to people we come across who aren't part of the community by being happy or more fulfilled human beings it's awesome yeah it's 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 becomes a very social social thing and and just uh actually the other day i went for a a run with my brother-in-law we've never gone for a run together before and all of a sudden like we're talking about like deep personal things it's like wow i hadn't i had no idea like you've been in my family for like 15 years and i've never (laughs) known this about you and like that's this amazing thing about about running is like and maybe it's it's a lot of different outdoor pursuits where you're with people um there's some sort of uh, guard that comes down yeah. like pretty quickly. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd say like after like 20 minutes into your, into your run, like something, something shifts and you can like all of a sudden start telling stories about yeah. <laughs> your painful childhood or whatever it is. Something open, like, you know, we as humans, I think, or we open up to our own, like, just kind of sweat all that crap out, right? Those yeah. guards. And we talked about that. Like when I asked about your, your trail races and which ones are your favorites. I think a lot of trail runners are out there for the nature. And this is our way to challenge ourselves in a challenging environment. Um, And so, you know, you ran in high school. Was there an aspect of that, that you were like kind of out there to help get through kind of all these undulations in your life or? uh... Yeah, I mean, looking back at it, um, 
running um, helped me substantially in uh, in a ton of ways. But yeah, one being um, community. I mean, I I didn't have a ton of friends early on, uh, like middle school, early high school, and joining the track team was like a big leap for me. I was an extremely quiet kid, mm-hmm. um, didn't like talk in class at all, and um, and then all of a sudden I was out running with a team and sharing personal inf- personal <laughs> stories which i never had done before because like, like i said running you talk about personal stuff and, oh yeah uh, totally uh and other people were doing the same thing i was like oh okay like this is this is cool um yeah and it really so it, it kind of brought me out of my my shell and and uh showed me how to how to push my body push push my mind um and it was extremely gratifying that's awesome. Yeah. And I think there's a lot to that where you know how hard that person right by you is working too. Mm-hmm. And there's already that kinship right there. Yeah. And so you know you can open up to them. And so we talked about uh, the rut, your, your favorite yeah. race. Um, and I, I loved your reasoning why that was your favorite. And I'd like, I'd like to talk more about that because mm-hmm. I think that really is a lot of what's behind territory. Um, so, yeah, what, what makes that a standout race for you? Yeah, so the I'm trying to remember what I, what I told you, but I, I think <laughs> first it was like the it was the climbing aspect of it. I mean, there's so much climbing in the beginning of that or the first I guess three quarters of the race, um, and it's so it was a lot of just power hiking for me. It wasn't it wasn't a lot of running, and um, yeah, there's something about going up a mountain that just makes you feel like a badass. Yeah, you totally. Know? And, um, <laughs> Yeah, I knew I was like in comparison to other races that I've done. Um, I was much further back because a lot of the, a lot of them uh, people in Montana and Wyoming and all people who are used to the mountains were out there and elevation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think it was just that um, that natural high of, of climbing a mountain and getting to the top. And actually, a buddy of mine was reached the top at the same point, uh, oh, uh, at the same time. And we shared that experience and then, um, yeah, dropped off the, the backside and then we're, we're boulder hopping, boulder, boulder hopping down. Um, but yeah, then the end was just, um, the end of the race was just a cool, um, it felt like a, a party, you know, like there was a lot of people at the finish line, which isn't usually the case with, with, a lot of trail races yeah. <laughs> like there's trail races where you finish and there's not a lot of people there and um yeah i always get a kick out of people cheering and clapping oh, for yeah. you at the end Feels you know? good. yeah right <laughs> especially coming from the like a road running background um where yeah you're used to a lot of people watching oh yeah totally um, it makes it makes your all your training um uh a, lo- a little more worth it i guess when you have people applauding you yeah. at the end be like all right you, you did good good yeah. job um but yeah it was it was it was just a cool scene because killian was there um anna frost was there uh sage Kennedy. so it was like my first time being in a, in a race with all these these amazing Dude, stars you that's know, so cool runners. um yeah and there's just something about being in montana that just feels a little more rugged you know like, yeah. i've only been there a couple times um but it it feels like a just a more rugged experience i guess and that's what's great about the entire experience as a whole because you know if you're at the front of the pack no matter where you are you're still challenging yourself in these rugged outdoor spaces and it just reflects life right like we're just challenging ourselves in this kind of rugged existence to figure out what works best and I just, I, I love the parallels of challenging yourself outdoors to getting through life because there's always going to be these obstacles and you need people along with you and people to look up to and a community and all these things to get through all of it. Um, and it, it's just, it kind of comes together in this poetic way. Absolutely. Yeah. As long as we like, you know, go along and listen. Yeah. There's, there's always like these, these analogies that come up when, yeah. when I'm, when I'm running <laughs> yeah. for like between running and, and life like always it always i always have new ones and they feel so brilliant right yeah i yeah. never remember yeah. them but <laughs> get, need, a, need a notepad for, yeah while you're running so if we i have to i have to put this one out here because i love this story if we go about the maybe more 
less poetic sides of running. What was the mountain that we, as we were driving to the restaurant, you pointed it out, Mount Wall. Mount Adams. Mount Ad- or Oh, Hamilton. 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 So, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what happened uh, on Mount Hamilton? Yeah. Recently? So, so, so <laughs> la- last week, um, we did a little video shoot. Um, so it was myself, uh, Stephen Mortensen, who does a lot of our video work, and then um, three three of our uh, ambassadors and, and friends of mine uh, who came out to be to be the subjects in the video. Now I was just gonna tag along, and um, since I've been doing this this remodel on this house, I've been like in the worst shape of my life, <laughs> r- running wise. So I wasn't wasn't even gonna try to keep up. I was just gonna do the this eight mile loop, um, and it has a lot of elevation gain. It's like I think it's 2,500 feet of gain in the first few miles. Um, That's rough. So it was a little bit of a shock to the system, <laughs> having not gotten out there in a, in a little bit. Um, but I complete the, complete the loop, get back down, and we're all having a good time. Uh, it's it's like this beautiful summer night. Like we finish at like sunset um, on it was, it was a Thursday night, and we get in the car. I start driving. And maybe 10 minutes into the, the drive, my hands just start like pins and needles kind of kind of sensation. I'm like, what is, what is this? Like, this is this is new. <laughs> like, is, this, is this something I should be worried about? And, I, you know, I was driving four people in my car. I'm like, maybe I should tell them. Maybe I should pull over. <laughs> this is this could be serious. And I start getting really nauseous. Um, and then uh, we got to I think it's. Washougal, Washington, where there's a paper mill, and you know the smell of paper mills just—it's it's pretty nasty. It's pretty rank. As soon, as soon as I got a whiff, like I immediately just pulled over and walked outside and and vomited a lot. <laughs> 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 and that, yeah, that's 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 not happened to me before where I uh, I vomit like 30 minutes after a run. So I think my body was still just processing everything that's that just happened to it from. From old Hamilton Mountain. It's a big shock to the system. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time, um, I uh, used to live near um, here in Beaverton, near the Nike headquarters, and a l- and I used to run the trip trail there, uh, the chip trail, excuse me. And I'm driving by one time, and this kid had come off of there, hits the stoplight. He looks great. He's he's stoked, and then you just see him double over right in the road and just spew <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yes. And I was like, yeah, dude, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> you were getting it. <laughs> Which well, feels great. kind of bad to say it, but you know, he was going after it. Yeah, he was working. Yeah. He was working for it. <laughs> but we also talked about I mean, sorry everybody, we're going to continue talking about this for a second. Um, we were the same way running in high school. You'd mentioned you would cross the finish line and just yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it was the worst. Yeah, I hated I mean, it because uh, it, it kind of always slowed me down at the end. Like, cause I was like yeah, man, yeah. like I don't, I don't really want to throw up. In you know front what's of coming? <laughs> all these high school girls that uh, exactly you know, trying to impress. Um, but yeah, there was there was nothing I could do about it. Like, and I never I never figured it out either. Like, why I was always same throwing up at, at the end of a race or sometimes during. Um, but there's always like one kid on every team. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was me. That was me. I'm glad we were those yeah, kids. But, but luckily, ever since I started uh, trail running, I don't, I don't think I've actually uh, thrown up until until last week. I, so there we I go. S- still do more than I'd like. Yeah. You know, but I talked to I talked to Meb because I'm gonna get his last name pronunciation wrong. On a flight one time, we were both coming back from Boston. I had like an Oregon Track Club shirt on, mm-hmm. so we were chatting. He raced a 10K that day, and he said, he was like, I ran off the course and had to puke. During the race? Yeah. Wow. And he is, I mean, yeah, it's you Meb. Would, you wouldn't think that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, yeah, you, you never see it, like, in the Olympics. Yeah. You don't see any Olympians puking on the track. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Hopefully you weren't trying to eat. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put a disclaimer. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see how I'm feeling to do post-edits. <laughs> so um, I'm going to crack one more of these. Yeah, get another frame. Frame. <laughs> this de- this delicious frame pilsner, frame. Oh boy. Okay. Put it right here. Oh, frame. <laughs> I'm gonna send that clip to them. The yeah, crack yeah, and then you saying frame. I think they'll love that. So while I drink this, um, I love this spot because I get to learn something really cool about about you. Any message that you want to 
to end with any it, it could be a funny story a tough one just the kind of the message you want everyone to know from you from territory it's all yours yeah i think the the one message that i've been trying to push through territory uh all along um has been t- and we, we kind of touched on it but uh following your your gut um that's like this this thing that i've truly um if, if there's one like thing i believe in it is it is that it is to to follow this little thing that you have inside you that that says that you sh- that you want to do something um and sometimes they're kind of faint ideas um and sometimes they're they're screaming at you but no matter what what they're telling you i think that you should go go chase those those things down because there's a reason why they're popping up in your in your mind um and i think it's it's a sad thing when when we don't explore those those interests and ideas hell yeah man awesome (laughs) cheers cheers man brett thanks this has been yeah this has been awesome man hell yeah and that's the show season two has officially kicked off brett Thank you so much for the run, introducing me to delicious Fram beers and taking the time to sit for the Wilder Mind podcast. And to everyone listening, get ready. The podcast is going to be in your feed, in your ears, and climbing up those charts so we can continue to share more stories, more amazing humans, and more, more, more of the good stuff. One year down, and I tell you what, we're just getting started. Salt Lake City, Denver, Red Rock, San Diego, Joshua Tree, Bend, Portland, Bishop, Mammoth Lakes, and everywhere and anywhere in between. We are on the road, we're recording, and we are coming at you. The Wilder Mind Podcast is here in full, and we're not going anywhere. The Wilder Mind Podcast is produced and hosted by yours truly. Theme music by Alexis Tia and branding and design by Finletter Creative. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and whoever you're there with, to your wildest self, be true. I can fear what I don't know. I can't ignore what's inside of me. Illuminations on something bold. Restless soul will follow.